This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. And welcome to Drinking with Blurs. And I need a baby because <laughs> I need to claim someone on my taxes next year. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> it's a great life. What do, you, what do you know about this? this is great well, life. I've been claiming my sister and my brother for two years now. This shit is amazing. Although I do have to give a shout out to my tax lady, Jillian Telford, um, at the H&R Block in East Orange on Central for hooking me up um, mm-hmm. because I got a return. Nice. And no nice matter nice. how small, it's, at least I don't have to pay. Right. Um, yeah, but welcome to all of our listeners. And if you're new, thanks for joining us. We have just, we finally made the Wakanda drink. Yeah. It's like a win and a fail at the same time. <laughs> because it's like, it's like, okay, now it's kind of ghetto because we got like <laughs> sugar around the rim of a plastic cup. <laughs> it's like super ghetto, but like, we're also missing soda with the ingredient, the uh, recipe. But I don't think it we, needs. We don't need it. It's like sugar it's, for, it's for Sugarville. It's sweet. Sweet as hell. Like, I, I feel like... I have, Do you think it was because of the rum? Because it already had a flavor? No, because it's just flavor. It's not like it's sweet in rum. Like, everyone's like, what's that, Malibu? Malibu coconut rum, which is yeah. kind of like sweetened. Mm-hmm. It was just Bacardi lemon. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, well, you, you can drink that shit by itself because it tastes good. It do taste good. But, um, but yeah, it's super it's sweet. Very sweet. Um, very purple ish. It's like a reddish dark, right? Yeah, purplish. So, but how has your week been? Uh, it's been all right. I'm happy for the little snow day I had on Wednesday. The nor'easter, yeah, that, the, that was nothing, though. That was really nothing. The one we had before was worse. I just don't want it. It's supposed to snow again. When? On Sunday, that's what someone told me. I'm just like so tired. I just want to be spring. It's spring and we're still getting snow. I want it to be spring, and like all of this is over, mm-hmm. and we're just moving forward. But no, <laughs> we gotta deal with right. winter and all of this. Um, any you brought up like so we're gonna do our weekly roundup right now before mm-hmm. we get into our topic right you brought up this issue of you t- this the thing the story you missed oh um zay zay jones like i was just driving to work one day and like i heard it on the radio i don't know if it was not hot 97 or uh 105 but i was listening to the story of where this football player had a mental break like breakdown like he was naked and he was just like running around this hotel and like I guess he kicked like some type of door in and he tried to like jump off a building like it was so crazy but then at the end of all that they tried to charge him with vandalism I'm like well how you gonna charge somebody when they're already going through a mental breakdown like if it was white right (laughs) well we've seen that from Mm -hmm. yeah and that's another thing I'll talk like, But, like, black people, black men are allowed to have mental illnesses. You're, you're just supposed to deal with it. And, oh, well. It's going to be an episode in May. Right. We're going to do a black mental health episode in May. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, no one was, the, it's not in society's thoughts that he's like, oh, yeah, give him the benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. he's going through something. But I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Later, they dropped the charges. But the fact that they even charged him with mm-hmm. the shit, 
like really irritated me. And then when I was looking online, like for a proper story to read, they're saying, oh, something bizarre happened. Or like he was right. fighting his brother because his brother was there trying to like hold him back. Right. And but, I'm just like, But oh. he's, he's a football player. So, you know, they they thrive off of black. Because it's like this story of these rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. Getting out of the hood, all this type of stuff, <laughs> and look at them—they still acting like animals. It's basically how they treat these stories. Um, like with that video, did you see it of Odell? I don't know what he was smoking. What? No. It was like a ten-second video. This is why you don't bring white, white girls around. You don't because somebody definitely Snapchatted him like mm-hmm. smoking some type of thing, <laughs> and people are like, oh Odell, he's gone the wrong path. I'm like, y'all acting like you're Peyton Manning's and all these people ain't out oh. here doing the same thing. Right. Just because they they got like a bodyguards and people signing waivers and handing over phones. Because mm-hmm. they used to all this. They rich already. <laughs> they got, they you know how to hand like phones at the door downstairs. Mm-hmm. Not even like nothing. Waivers. Sign this waiver. Yep. Right. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Um, like I had like two highlights of my day. Okay. So this black business, she's a uh, she. Her name is Cashmere, and like she makes these really nice clutches and bags and pillows, and it's just like all about black culture. So I managed finally managed. She have a reclaiming my time. Oh watch. my gosh! And I managed to like pre-order it and I'm just so happy because before it was limited now she bought it back for another limited time and I'm just like please yes thank you so I put in my order and I'm happy about that how do you even make a watch? I like, don't know like do you, or does like she print the background and then someone makes the watch and then it's just like you, you know I have no idea but like the watch is like purple mm-hmm. which is my favorite color and it's like a picture of Maxine <laughs> and it's like the words you claim with my time and I just I needed it <laughs> oh that's ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, my week has been uneventful <laughs> like completely <laughs> I, I have not been to the city at all this week I've done nothing really? yeah I think I've been planning my dissertation next chap- my next chapter for my dissertation mm-hmm. I don't even know I know I, I went to karate twice and got beat up <laughs> And everything else is kind of like a blur. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do actually, have another highlight, though. Oh. Wait, go ahead. No, it's just no, no, no. your your life's more interesting than mine. Oh, it's not <laughs> that interesting. Although I'm, I am partying tomorrow, <laughs> but um, I was listening to this interview with Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. And like I don't really mess with Hot ninety seven like that, but I've watched. Wait, why you say it like that? Because I don't. Why? It's <laughs> like I'm like, a one hundred five point one. I just I, I no. I mean they're okay. Rosenberg is alright. I don't even know any of their names. Mm, that's okay. You don't need to. <laughs> Damn. But Tiana Taylor was on there. I'm like, okay, well let me just listen to this interview, and like I felt really good listening to it. Because she was talking about beauty, like in the, um, mm-hmm. in the media, she's saying like you know, she trying to set another stand, like a new standard for beauty. Because you know she, if you look at Tiana Taylor, she have like really strong features. Mm-hmm. Her lips is pretty big. Her nose is not as so you mean like strong else. black. But yeah, deep deep voice, like a voice that's kind of like mine. She like she do have a deep voice. Yeah, like. 
she's different, but she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't really see faces like her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, that makes me feel good because it's like, you know, she even touched on the fact, like even the way she dressed, she's not really a girly girl. She's mm-hmm. more of a tomboy. She wears mm-hmm. sneakers, hats, you know, mm-hmm. jackets. Mm-hmm. And like, that's me on like a regular day. Like, me, I go to work, I wear something kind of, you know, dressy, but on regular day, I'm wearing a hat, jacket, and it's not like a girly girl thing, mm-hmm. but she's out there doing her thing, and I liked it. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Also, we, this week, that dude, hmm? the, the disturbed boy and that was sending all these bombs to people, that's not a terrorist. Hmm? You know, like you didn't hear about this. I don't know the full story. Well, I I've been ignoring part of it because, like, of course he's white. Of course they're trying of course to make he's it. He's gonna get away with stuff. So well, that's he, why well, I never really looked into suicide. it. He did. Yeah, he detonated one of the bombs and killed himself um, before they caught him. But of course, like the thing that irritates me, and it's also dealing with the reading shooting of that guy, um, Stefan Clark. Mm. That's his name, right? I don't know. Like I just kind of been going to work and going to school. Yep. Like I haven't. Stefan Clark, the man shot in Sacramento, Mm -hmm. like who people were in the comments talking about. Oh, he was. He used to carjack car, like steal cars or all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But why was like why didn't he stop? Like always. Right. But this dude is blowing up black and um, Hispanic people, and people talking about he was smart. He came from a good family. All this type of like, really? This is what we doing? Really? Right of now? Course, of and course. And it's like, it, that's why like for me, I've just become, and sad, I've become so desensitized. Mm-hmm. Because also, since 2016, the election, people think it stopped right. when Obama's not in office anymore. It don't work like that. It but it's been going on. Way. It's been going on this entire time. Still every three days, a black person shot by a police. Like, how how do you think one black person gets into office and just racism just ends just like this? That's what the white liberals like, thought. Like, how the fuck does that work? But also it gets racist off the hook because because they were like, oh, I voted for Obama. Oh, and then they... <laughs> but then they turn around and voted for Trump and they're like, oh, I can't be racist. I voted for Obama the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah... That's not an excuse. That's a, that's like saying I have black friends. Right. <laughs> like, no, you could still be racist even though you mm-hmm. voted for him. It's not a one-to-one. So that was just something that happened this week that's like, um, my prayers are out and like to everyone, like Stefan Clark's family, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you say? Like, what we've seen is that there's no justice to be expected. Yeah, I mean, look, no matter look how many situations passed, like Trayvon Martin, Sandra Bland. Um, there's so many names you could just pull up and say, like, hey. No. And it's just, <laughs> like it's and it's sad that I can't even say, like, oh, oh I hope justice is done. You get your no, justice. we're not getting it. <laughs> because it's like just. Not, not, to, not enough to even satisfy us. Right. Because they'll do, even if they do the motions and make it makes it to trial. I mean, like, the, they'll like, get oh. money, but like it's just like monetary a monetary prize, like no change though. Like no change. I can't, <sighs> can't do it. Well, another controversy that leads into our topic 
Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no. I could probably leave that stuff for later. So another thing that happened this week that leads into our talk bit. So today we're talking about clapback culture, um, <laughs> um, which is very interesting. And people not clapback, not clapback. Clapback is call different. out, call, call out, out culture. culture because clapback is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when somebody culture. says something, you ignore, and then you eventually clap back, mm-hmm. like Rihanna does all the time. <laughs> Queen of the clapback. We're talking about call-out culture, which is has its use. Um, That's as good and as bad. Sometimes well, I think, it's too extreme. So I was reading something, and it was talking about how call-out culture originally emerged like on Tumblr mm-hmm. for like black POCs, black women, marginalized populations mm-hmm. to call out like oppressive pe- people saying oppressive and bigotry, mm-hmm. bigoted things. I um, mean, have you been on Tumblr? Like activist Tumblr? No, just on Tumblr. Occasionally. I mean, it's like Tumblr. I could kind of see it originating from there. It's not as big as it used. To. Well, also because you could. I think they were saying you could see how whatever else posts. Yeah, you could. So it's a little different. Um, but I think it might work better on Tumblr but when it transferred to Twitter. Well, Tumblr is. is I would. I, would you say it'll be like more of like a underground thing. Tumblr's more niche, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like a blogging site, but it's like a different like, type I of blog. I love Tumblr, like I'd be on Tumblr, but like it's just more I feel like more people express themselves more honestly. I, huh? Honestly, truly. A little more honestly and truly because it's like it's not like a spotlight Mm-hmm. Like Twitter or like a Facebook. Yes, because people be doing stuff on Twitter <laughs> mm-hmm. for li- like for show. They'll steal your tweets if they could. Right? right? No, seriously. <laughs> if they want like they uh, take it. So the controversy that happened involves Gronish and the actress Yara Shahidi, mm-hmm. who's the main character, Zoe. Um, damn, what's their name? Zoe Zoe, Zoe Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Um, who is a character from Blackish who went off to college. So I don't know how much you've been following this, but even from the beginning, people were like, oh, there's like no dark skinned people on the show. I mean, I wasn't even thinking like that. I'm like just happy that a black person is a lead right. on something. Well, yeah. Okay. So someone yeah, someone pointed out to me, and I was like, yeah, I see that too. But I had the same reaction like you. I'm like, this is a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, it show because like we went to PWIs predominantly white institutions. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this on the show before of how that experience was like for us mm-hmm. and everything like that. So seeing that kind of represented on screen was mm-hmm. good for us because it's like, and not to knock anyone that goes to HBCU, but I think it's like, there are two different experiences. It is. Um, I-, I could imagine. When you're in a PWI, you're really... This is where, like, from like I said before, this is my first time encountering white people, mm-hmm. encountering like, like you have to mic- see microaggressions, <laughs> right? When I see another black person, and when I see another black person that doesn't want to talk to me, it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. So like, there's all these things that kind of work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been like really foregrownish. I love the storytelling, but like I did understand the critiques about the like there's no black dark skinned people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not gonna like name names, but eventually someone pointed out that like oh they wanted Zoe or 
Yara Shahidi, mm-hmm. who's been like gaining more prominence recently. Yeah. Um, because she did like a few interviews, like one on The View and one on Trevor Noah, The mm-hmm. Daily Show. Yeah. Um, or talking out about like how she wants to vote and stuff like that mm-hmm. when she's turned eighteen. She just turned eighteen like a few weeks ago. Oh wow. Yeah. She's still fresh. Yeah. Um, and people were saying, like, hey, we really like the show, but you, sh- some people, like, you should, like, do something about this colorism issue. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, but. And, and that's the thing, like, about shows like that. Like, you, if you just magically, ma- magically just throw, like, a dark skinned person to the show, it would look kind of phony to me. So, if, like, the character wasn't fully developed, you mean? No, I was just saying, like, from the start, if we had a set cast, people start complaining, like, oh, you need oh. more dark-skinned people, and you just throw one in the mix. To me, that was just come off phony. Like, if you don't you would... have it from the get-go, mm-hmm. then I don't really even care. So, yes, I agree. Because mm-hmm. also, you people, I don't think... But I'm not, like, I wasn't even looking into it like that. Me neither. I think... what. Well, what I can understand is, yes, this does show a larger problem in mm-hmm. Hollywood. How darker skinned people don't get prominent roles because mm-hmm. whatever. And then so the people were critiques of Yara were like, oh, hey, you should do something. And then there was something and someone tagged Yara in a thread and Yara blocked them. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, so the big controversy really became like Yara blocks the person mm-hmm. instead of like the, the color. It became like the colorism thing and Yara blocked this person mm-hmm. and like she's light skinned and everything like that. I mean, but does she have to talk about it? No. So this is the thing. Well, like, well, first I, of all, Beyonce don't even do goddamn interviews no more. She right, got to talk well, about shit. She don't, but she got everybody behind her. Exactly. So I think one, she's 18. She just turned 18. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking about this with my sister and I. My sister and I were talking about this. Most people don't even take their first woman in gender studies or race and ethnicity class in college to like their second year. Mm-hmm. So we we expect, and this is like her second role. This is, I wouldn't even say this is like her second role because Bronish is like an offshoot of Blackish. So it's technically the same character yeah. in the same type of show. Um, and I understand the critiques of like, like colorism and everything. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think it's fair to expect an 18-year-old young actress who just because she spoke on TV, she, she didn't make herself the activist of no one. People made her the activist. Like, oh, Yara's the future and doing all this stuff. Just because I mean, she said smart things against Trump and she's retweeting stuff. Um, so then she made a tweet. <laughs> it was kind of funny because like she's like saying she's black. She's not dealing with that negativity. She's like Wakabi and like the, black, the barrier. Yeah. And people were like, oh... Well, they're a dark skin in Wakanda. And I'm like, okay, Shut yes, up. I get that too, but. Y'all bugging. <laughs> so, and so I guess it's also the reason this is interesting is because someone made, like, this week they're coming for you, or Shahidi. Last week it was Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and then someone else, other people between, like, yeah, and Twitter comes for everybody at some time. So I think, in going back to your mention of Tumblr, it's really different because some pe- some of these critiques are valid, mm-hmm. but what was said and what Yara tried to say when she came into one of the comments is that 
people were tagging her. She, they tagged her in a post, and then people were in the comments. Literally, I went through like I was reading them, like, mm-hmm. like saying like, "Oh, the show sucks. She can't act and all this stuff." And like, so on one hand, there is the colorism part uh-huh. that is something that's an issue right. that they can't resolve now because like they've filmed all the episodes already, mm-hmm. which I don't think people understand. And how do you know Yara didn't speak to them? Yeah, but then at the end of the day, ain't she just an actress on the show? She's a young actress. She has no clout. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she can't change. Like, she have say so, but she can't She can't do that change herself. She's not. One, she's not an executive producer. She doesn't have any money behind this. Mm-hmm. If they really want some change, you go to the executive producer or director mm-hmm. or right. whoever picks Or the writer. People. Not even, like, like the casting directors. Yeah. All these other people. Like, she, what could she do? Speak out about it. Then, like, they write her off, like, what's her name? Denise Huxable. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we don't need that. Well, isn't that, like, controversy behind that? I forgot what the exact thing. But, like, yeah. Bronish could essentially continue without... Zoe, yeah, because everyone has it's a college, yeah, it's a college, and they have all these other characters that really work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do that to her because I like Yara, I think Zoe's a great character because yeah. in Blackish, she was seen as more, especially like the early seasons before she was starting to go to college, she was the more shallow sibling, could, yeah. She <laughs> was, she was definitely like more shallow and like she didn't have as much development, um, as her siblings. But in Grona, she's getting more of a voice and she's like coming out of that shallowness that people have, mm-hmm. that she had in Grona. She started like, out being kind of shallow, but then right, like, it's kind of re- like a reality check. Right. And she's getting into that. She's growing up. And that's kind of what Gronish explores. Mm-hmm. So I just don't, it's just really interesting. And I think the reason I want to talk about call out culture is I think a lot of times it's different when you're calling out me and I don't want to downplay the power of colorism, right? Mm-hmm. It is something that's powerful. It is something that ex- exists in our society, um, especially in, in black communities and still affects us. Mm-hmm. But this even sparked a debate, like who won, like is really light skin on the show? People were saying like the twins don't count, and people were saying like the twins huh? do count. That they're actually lights, they're like brown, so they're not really dark. Like so, what? It, no. So like, I think this is important. We might need to do a whole colorism episode. Because, I mean, I think we had that coming up. Oh, we had yeah. that coming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just with reference to some of this comment, because like it's like who I don't think so. Like I don't think a Yara would pass a paper brown. A paper bag test. You don't think so? Like a paper bag? It's like this color. She's darker than that, though. Tone and stuff. You look at her skin. I'm about to look at another picture of her. Like, also her mother's dark skin. Her mm-hmm. father's Iranian. People like seeing that's what we need to stop. And then, like, people were like mixing her with Alexander Ship and Amandala Stenberg. Uh-huh. Um, and saying, like, we need to just throw them all out. What? Well, Alexander Ship said some really weird. I forgot. Well, I don't know what he's. I don't know who that. She's Storm. She was the latest Storm, in like the reboot. On the uh, apocalypse. Yeah, she said something about. Oh my god! Somebody was talking about her the other day, and I'm just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like um, she. Yeah, she said something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Some people were mad at Amanda saying like, "Oh, she's not authentic," because I don't. And we and you talked about this. I don't think she was... 
How she's not. Okay. She's the one that says she turned down the role in Black Panther. Oh, oh, I know who. I thought he was talking about the other person. Right, and then like they were like, "Oh, you're not authentic because like there's another movie coming out, like The Hate That You Give, based on the book, mm-hmm. and the character is apparently a dark skinned black woman." And mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, you're not authentic because you're taking that." So they lumped Yara Shahidi into all of this net mix up, as mm-hmm. Jamaicans would say, mm-hmm. and it's like. Can we add some nuance in this? It's not this... And, like, so you have people, like, really tweeting stuff, like, canceled and stuff like that. Do but you... then, I think we talked about this when we first started this podcast. Some people could be problematic. Everyone's problematic. Yeah. But, like, they could also learn from it. Right. And I think it's important. She's... Not, like, yes, she's 18 and legally a ch- an adult, but, like, she just turned 18. Come on, yeah, yeah, she's like really. I'm young. 25 and I'm still learning how to be an adult. Like, oh, I can't do that. I have to do this. Da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. I gotta file taxes, do all this. Still learning to be an adult. Mm-hmm. M- meanwhile, yeah, people are expecting, and this is why I have a problem with call out culture because, and we mentioned this in the Everybody's Problematic episode. Mm-hmm. If you know, like, if you agree with someone 95% of the time, are we going to cancel them just because 5% of the time we disagree with them or 5% of the time they're wrong? Or um, they don't... It's hard. It's hard because just like, say for example, I'm a fan of Charmaine the God and mm-hmm. that nigga is problematic. Right. But like, at the same time, he's a person who also sits and learns. Right. So it's just like, okay. But I don't know. It, it could be a difficult kind of thing. It, but that's, so I don't think people want difficult. And yeah, also, but then I, people are difficult beings. Like that's I don't think people want that. Like, but, but they expect you, they can't expect someone who's in the media to be perfect. But they do, and and so even Kenya Barris on one of the tweets, like the director, like the writer of Black, the, the he's the guy behind Blackish and Grownish. Mm-hmm. He went in one of the tweets like, "What's wrong with you? Like, like, <laughs> like talking somebody, like yelling at somebody for like targeting Yara." Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's how I felt. Because I feel like a lot, some of the other people, and people are gonna be mad. There's like, someone said like everyone's trying to be like the next Audrey Lord. Mm, the what? The next Audrey Lord. Mm. She's like a famous like black queer poet writer. You know. Maybe her. if I see her face. Yes, yeah. you know her. You know who I. But like, like because people were literally like writing think pieces on Twitter about like how Yara Shahidi sat. Is doing what? violence to them. Violence. Yeah, it's a lot, and I'm like, <laughs> y'all. She's like so eighteen. She's eighteen, and people are allowed to block whoever oh, they want. This, I, I know this is like new to people, and people don't like to agree with this. Oh my but we God. talk about this at the end of every year, like, oh, cut the people off that are being negative. Like, she's an actress, so she gets this all the time. And if I was dealing with someone saying I can't act and my show sucks, mm-hmm. you've been cut off too. Blocked. <laughs> Blocked. Instantly. For real. No discussion. No I don't care. Okay, that bullshit. <laughs> right. And then, like, because then everyone else is replying to the same tweet. Mm-hmm. And you're getting yeah. all these ding, 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 dings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I, and it's it's funny, like, we expect people to bend to our will. We. And I said we because it's true. Like, we, like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, you didn't know this one thing. Um, 
and I guess part of that's why, although I see the benefit of call out culture when you're dealing with someone that's like major and oppressive, mm-hmm. um, and saying like this is terrible. Right. Like how far has that gotten us recently? We've been calling these people terrible. They are terrible. That mm-hmm. are in the White House, and they're supporters, and they're like, oh well. And like, okay. what's his name? The creep keeper of the crypt that used to be in the White House, Bannon. Uh, was like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was like, oh, don't mind if they call you a racist. What? Like, uh, white people used to run away from being called a racist. Right. So you're just gonna embrace it, huh? And it's like, yeah, I'm a racist. What? We're going back there? Yeah. So, <laughs> in some respects, and not and not in some, but like. What are we trying to accomplish when we do call our culture? What do you think? What do you think as a black woman? Because um, I think the article I read was talking about how it's been used to mobilize marginalized populations and give them a voice. I mean, but I feel like sometimes when you call out people, it could be like a target. Because it's just like, especially when it comes to social media, like social media is not a thing. Mm-hmm. Like once you call out one person, like, there's other people that don't even know half of the story putting in their opinions and they just sound crazy. But isn't that like gossip in any gen? Like, because if someone starts a rumor, that's like high school. Mm-hmm. If someone starts a rumor about you, the harder you try to fight to disprove but, it. But the thing is, it's much more bigger than high school. Right. This is like around the world. Like, right. It's like circling. It. Yeah, it's just like, imagine y'all, y'all are just looking at her phone, like going off talking about how she's just like a no good person like this could be like cyberbullying right and then she's fake and then she doesn't really care yeah, about like, all black people like cool out <laughs> uh, I, I could understand calling out somebody but if I was to call out somebody it wouldn't be in the public I would like maybe send them a message or put them aside and be like you know I don't think what you did or say is the right thing and like We'll have a conversation about that, but I wouldn't put it out there on Facebook, on Twitter, for other people to come and attack that person. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what call out culture is like doing. Like you call out somebody in the public, it's, and I think Facebook it can be bad, but at least on Facebook you delete like a comment and it's kind of gone, and it's not like <laughs> it's, like Facebook is also private. You have to be mm-hmm. for certain things. You have to be someone's friend, right? So to see the conversation, Twitter. If you have a public Twitter account, mm-hmm. even if you're like a famous person and you don't have a public Twitter account, the minute you say something, mm-hmm. and Twitter decides to take it up, it's out there. Yeah, people tagging you, like da da da, mentioning your name. I can't. And it's and again, she's yeah, she's 18, but she's still technically a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a thing. And it's just like people from all ages. Because like, she just turned 18. So you have people that's old than her. Yeah, I saw that too. Like you have a lot of people that's old than her. Telling her like, you know, like, you suck. <laughs> that's fucked up. But I mean, you know. Where, like, where do you think call out culture is appropriate? Like calling out someone is, you know. Someone that I think... If it's a white man, mm-hmm. <laughs> a white straight man, that's like, 
even that's like doing something that's really oppressive, mm-hmm. but like they think they're being noble and something, and like everyone likes them. Uh-huh. I think co-op culture can really be beneficial for like challenging that, and even like if it's mm-hmm. a man, like a black, like a woman calling out a man that thinks mm-hmm. he's like that, or um, a straight person calling out someone in, or LGBT person calling out someone that's straight that thinks mm-hmm. they're doing like a good ally. I think it's beneficial for people that think that they're really good allies, but they're doing the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see the benefit in calling out someone who may not yet be at your level mm-hmm. or be deal- up to your standards right. of wokeness. This is why people <laughs> are too woke now. Like I feel like Colo culture is not bad. It's just that I think maybe the way people say things that be the thing. really the problem. So saying, so, and also, and it's, it's going to be interesting. When you say someone's canceled, I don't know. It just feels like it's final. <laughs> like, no, you can like never. I had enough like, of your yeah, shit. And I mentioned this like a while ago. <laughs> I don't remember why we don't like Keisha Cole anymore. But, like, I just remember Twitter said she was canceled. I don't know. Why is she canceled? I think it was because she did something about Beyonce or Michelle. She said something about Michelle. Anybody that says anything about Beyonce is canceled in everybody. She said something about Michelle during the Super Bowl. Or something about, like, oh, or something about Destiny Child. Like, saying Michelle was always messing up Destiny Child, holding them back. And she's like, who are you? People were like, who are you? Right. (laughs) Like, to say that. And then even with Carrie Hilsit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mints. Yeah, we got Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Or Shannon does. Huh? <laughs> you have Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. So it's just like really interesting because, and it's so easy to get caught up in. And this is going to be like an extreme example. <laughs> <laughs> extreme. And it doesn't get these people off the hook. But there's this kind of like mob mentality that occurs on like Twitter when like you kind of mentioned this when someone is getting called out or mm-hmm. dragged like you can and I will admit like there's a kind of funness I mean to, it's like to dragging fun. someone it's fun if, to drag it's dragging it's fun dragging them when they think they're right like mm-hmm. they think they're right and they're like completely wrong and everything um or maybe it's because maybe it's my problem because like Yara is one of my faves, mm-hmm. so I'm like, like how other people had the reaction like when Bruno, when Bruno Mars was being criticized, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I could see what the people are saying and it doesn't mean anything. I still like his music, mm-hmm. but because I'm like Yara, I've been like pro blackish for like four years now, <laughs> and seen her grow and like see like she only really started talking within like the last year on TV. That's not long. Right. And people are like, she's been building herself as an activist. Um, so I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. If there's like this mob mentality on it's Twitter. It's like the mob mentality. Like, I feel like it just could go on to bullying so easily. Explain. Like, you know. Like you said earlier, like how people was calling her like a bad actress, things like that. All that stuff was just turned into bullying easily. Like a comic could be so much more, I feel like more meaningful if you was to come up to me and be like, hey, you know, your podcast is okay, but I feel like you need to improve this, this, and this. 
from saying, oh, you suck, Kamani suck, I hate this shit. Like, tag a million people. Tag like, a million let's people. Let's trash this show. Embarrass me. Like, it's just, I feel like it's just the way you do things. Right. Mm. Um, is there anyone else that's been called out that I, you felt like was not necessary? I mean, I feel like Bruno Mars. I, mean, I feel like that's not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it was on this show, The Grapevine. Mm-hmm. And. The reason it caught such a firestorm is the person that Seren, mm-hmm. who has very strong opinions. Um, some of them I do agree with, some of them I don't. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I think set people off is like, if she said, if Bruno Mars died, I'd bake a fucking cake and like celebrate. Yeah, that was like the thing. And oh, I think, wow. Yeah, it was like. I don't think it's that deep. Yeah. <laughs> so people were like, ah, she's a hate monger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the large like people didn't even watch the whole out it's like a, almost an hour video of right. the discussion people didn't watch it and that's be- a lot of people they don't watch the whole thing and they want to comment on things that right. they don't really know right and that shit really irritates and me and that's the same thing that happened with Yara like mm-hmm. I think people saw like other people like what the Yara people were like what the Yara Shahidi do and people gave their version of what happened. Mm-hmm. And instead of like read, like I was reading it for like two days, like reading all like the tweets and like seeing responses, mm-hmm. retweeting stuff. And people like someone like said, Yara blocked this person because like color, they critiqued the show about colorism. And that's the story they got. And they're like, oh, Yara's canceled. And it, it becomes like this circling type of that like. just too much. And, like, so part of me wishes I was famous, but, like, part of me, like, that public scrutiny, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know. Someone else. Who else? Uh, like, there out? there was, like, a few people. Like, I had, I'm not going to say that person because that's going to set people off. Who? No, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh. Um, do you think, so... I will, so what do you think the difference is between call out and clap back? Clap back is more of like, I feel like clap back comes after the call out. Really? <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's exactly right after the call out, but I'm just saying like, for a clap back, somebody got to say something first right. in order for me to clap back at you. Calling out is just that person calling that person out. Saying like, oh, they did this, this, and this. But, uh, clapbacks are pretty hilarious. <laughs> I remember... So, Melissa Harris Perry used to have a show. Who? Melissa Harris Perry. The name is familiar. She, yeah, she's a academic. Um, and there was an episode, she had a comedian on the show, and they were talking about Mitt Romney's family. Mm-hmm. And how they had like a black child or something, and a bunch of conservatives. It, I don't, I don't know if it was a call out, mm-hmm. but like they got upset. Like, how could she have this person? And so, like the next week, Melissa got on the show in tears and apologized uh-huh. um, for what she said, or what she didn't say anything, but like for what a segment. Mm-hmm. But like that would and never. That, and that's that another would, thing too. Like I feel like sometimes people apologize just to save face. Like, do you really mean your apology? Well, she cried. And she, but she's a black woman. 
I mean, which, but like, this is about conservatives, though. Would they have done this? Fox never apologizes. They don't. Never. Here People call them out all the time. Mm -hmm. And like, they never ever apologize for the stuff they say. Mm -hmm. Like lies they spread. Look at the person they elect. These people elect as president. People technically been calling him out. Yeah. But like, what has it done? He doubles down. <laughs> says, "I said what I said," and <laughs> then goes on to say something worse. And we're Truly. just like left to like, oh my gosh. Truly. And meanwhile, people are like, Yara Shahidi is the devil. <laughs> That's how I because feel. Because she like, didn't say anything. She's the devil. Like, because she blocks someone. I think that's what really says But all. people block people all the time. I don't, I, again, I think people expect you to just have, just have access to you 24-7. Like, you on Twitter, you want to make yourself an activist, you're supposed to take my bullshit. Oh, no. Like, all of it. See, I couldn't really, I couldn't. Me neither. Yeah, I couldn't deal with that. Mm -mm. Because That's why, like, I can't really be famous. Like, I'll just be, like, the person that, like, really don't care. <laughs> just not care. Like, look, stop it. Yeah, it's just annoying. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't so how even do you... think of other people that got called out recently. There's going to be somebody by this weekend. Because people get bored. Yeah, newsworthy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, of course, we're recording on the Friday, and it's going to be air on Monday. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of been a slow news week. It has been. Yeah. Nothing like... Nothing too exciting terrible to talk about, really. Has happened. Um, how do you think... What would you think is... Like, we've kind of touched... You kind of mentioned this. What do you think is more beneficial? To educate? So, when, okay, one of the things that happens, one of these women that was upset at Yara got to talk to her. Which I would have been like, oh my God, mm -hmm. keep doing you, Yara. What do you mean? Like, these people complaining. <laughs> do you? You fun. Like, you young, you 18, they have, you allowed to do whatever and say, make, make mistakes mm -hmm. and block whoever you want. Oh, this is what I was going to say. We, exp we want people to be... <laughs> I just Googled call-out culture, and, like, the first few things that pop up, the destructiveness of call-out culture on campus. Call-out culture is a toxic garbage dumpster. Well, who, fire who, of trash. Who's, who's posting these articles? I Could don't they, know. The Atlantic. The Atlantic. The Stranger. That could be conservative. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, we... What makes call-out culture so toxic? Feels for action. I don't know. <laughs> this like... one is in defense for call-out culture. They say call culture isn't toxic. You are. <laughs> I just don't think. I think, and this goes back to our episode of everyone's problematic. Mm -hmm. And I tweeted, and I mentioned this. There's this thing with call out culture that makes the person doing the calling out feel like they're superior, mm -hmm. and that they're without their own faults. Um, and it's like da 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 da. And part of it, personally, I believe, mm -hmm. before someone says like that's wrong, part of it, I think. Especially in the more negative aspects of it that people see as toxic, mm -hmm. is dealing with internalized hurt or trauma mm -hmm. that people haven't processed. But it's just like people have their own beliefs, but you can't, at the end of the day, you can't put your beliefs onto somebody else. But I, I understand that. But I think, like, somebody, if you've experienced something, say, so you've been told most of your life that you're ugly because you're dark skinned. Mm -hmm. 
or that you're ugly because you're you're skinny or you're too big or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And you finally start to get some confidence in yourself and like, oh, whatever, like there's this movement to like do this. Mm-hmm. And you see this show come along and you're not represented at all. And you're like, oh, what's going on? And then you think, because I don't think Yara did this intentionally. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. I don't know her motivations, but I don't think she was like, oh, now I'm a dark-skinned woman. Mm-hmm. But that's, I don't think that. But I don't think I mentioned this in the episode before. Like, you know, in the media for black people, we still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still trying to accept the fact that there's gay people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. th- we still have a lot of, we have a lot of way to go. And that's just how I feel about that. Right. So I just think. Should we now get natural hair people on, on commercials? Like, I'm like, okay. I like this. <laughs> it's just, it's it's a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I just don't know how. Like, what's more beneficial? What do you mean? Because, like, honestly, everyone can't be saved. No, no. And neither should you have to teach everybody. But I also, like, I was saying. I think some people are dealing with some trauma and Yara for whatever reason mm. triggered that this is me personally saying that uh-huh. like because of her actions like oh because I know oh my god you know who got I guess called out Kendrick Lamar because his oh that line yeah. no not even just the line that you know I guess his fiance or wife is light skinned so that's a lot, but like that's a lot of. But people. the thing, the thing is, I guess he knew her since like high school, so like, he, is he supposed to drop her yeah. now that he's famous and be like, oh, I need a dark skinned woman now? Again, I think a lot of times people respond to certain things because of their own insecurity, mm. and whether that's valid or not, or whether that's unfair for me to say or not, that's something. But it's true. Like, that's how humans react. I know, I'm not going to say what my insecurities are, mm-hmm. but I know when I see a certain person that triggers that, I act a certain way that's different. I feel you. I like, feel I, you. I'm like... I think I'm, that's everybody. But, like, I don't... So, I don't like the fact that people get away with calling people out without acknowledging why they are so invested in calling that particular person out. Mm-hmm. If it's like, oh, this person reminds me of like a bully that bullied me in middle school or high school or elementary school, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like I need because like, it, like you said, it could tra- easily transition into some type of bullying, mm-hmm. um, and that's not helping. Right. That's just like stalling the conversation and making you personally feel good in that moment, but like, what does it do in the long run? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, y'all definitely seen like personal call-outs like on my Facebook page and it's just like and it wasn't like to to say like oh like this person is like trash but it's more like they put it more out as a warning like avoid this person because this person does this and that mm-hmm. to people and you shouldn't be around that person which I'm fine with I'm fine with that right but it's not like flat out trying to bully somebody. But this is like, this is actual facts that happened. 
So I'm like, okay, I could understand things like that. But when it comes to just like something like colorism with Yara, like she's just an actress on the show. This is like her, again, this is her first major character on TV. Mm-hmm. This is not like. But don't you think sometimes when it comes to like social activism or just activism in general, sometimes we guide our thoughts to the wrong people? And this is, but also doing that removes the burden on you. Mm. So what are you doing to address? Because it's again, and this is one of the things that annoys me when I do community organizing. It's easy, and it happens all the time. Say something negative happens in Orange, uh-huh. everybody got an opinion. It's true. Say you want to do something about it, like oh, who wants to help me organize something or put on an event? Nobody. Nobody. Comes out. Nobody comes out. Nobody volunteers. I, I just don't. I'm trying to wrap my head around it, and I don't understand why that happens. And it's easy to talk. Talk is cheap. It is. But when it comes to doing, like, what are you? What are you gonna put the skin in the game? Mm-hmm. When are you gonna like organize an event and see get doors slammed in your face or uh-huh. have to deal with like empty rooms or people saying, like, oh, why are you throwing those type of events? You're not really doing anything to help us, mm-hmm. even though I, you I are. Mean, I've been through all that stuff. Yeah, before, so, so it's just like. And, and it's like I don't think a lot of people understand that mm-hmm. it's easy to talk about like oh this is bad da, 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 we need to do something and it's like always like we need to do better mm-hmm. and it's like okay let's do better why don't you come help uh-huh. once like, you open uh, up the opportunity you have to come out like no and they like, don't want to bug the people neither to come out neither like, and that's uh, the thing but it's annoying when People always have a problem and never try to contribute. You don't have to have a solution. Never try to contribute to the solution. Mm-hmm. So instead of, and I'm, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. I'll acknowledge my privilege, and people are gonna be upset about this. Right. Like, but like instead of like and saying like you can say that because you're a man, and even they were saying like the whole colorism thing's different because they're, even though Aaron can be construed as like darker skinned or like brown. Uh-huh. And then, like, darker than everyone else on the show. He's a guy, so it's not as big of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I feel like you just really got to put some skin in the game. What are you trying to do to confront this mm-hmm. issue? Because it's easy to talk. It's easy, <laughs> it's easy to write a tweet, and especially in the moment when people are dragging somebody right. to get a 100 retweets. Mm-hmm. But, like, does that translate into you, like, putting stuff into place, actual systems to, like, tear down stuff? Or you just... Even... And this is the thing that annoys me about academia, like, mm-hmm. in the colleges and everything. Um, they have all these great ideas about society and what needs to be fixed or how these things went wrong. And then they only talk to other academics, other, like, professors. Mm. And that's not getting the information to other people. Right. So... Hey, talk cool. is cheap yeah so and i guess that's how i would just like to end this session mm-hmm. like or and like yeah we can call people out but if you're not doing what you're like calling them out for mm-hmm. or if you're just like oh i don't know if this situation is a call out situation but i don't know if you heard the story with amber rose and her son oh yeah yeah with people and, calling him gay yeah because like he got tickets to see Taylor Swift. He's like five years old. Five years old. Oh my he's gosh. being an innocent kid, and he's being called gay. And they're saying that her parent, her parroting, 
it's, it, it sucks and all types right. of shit. I'm like, look, he's a little kid. Like, let him be innocent in his own right. Like, if he was listening to like Twenty One Savage, would that be a big deal? Like, how would y'all be? Twenty One Savage gave him tickets. Like, and he was like, oh, they're like, yeah. Yeah, like if nigga. he was out here listening to the Migos, like, is that? Would that the make me, it? Did you say Migos? Yeah, the, the Migos. Me. Like, if he was out here listening to the Migos and he got happy that he got tickets to the Migos, like, how would people react? Right. Would it be the same like reaction? Would it be a reaction like, oh, I wouldn't let my kid do that, or like what? You can't make anybody happy here. Right. Well, I think that's a great way to finish. Like, I just don't. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the answer. I think I people know. need to do put some, put some work behind their mouth. Yeah, I just like, feel like you know, it's okay to call out people in certain situations, but like if you don't have enough, enough knowledge on the subject, don't really even go right. there. Right. And plus, like also the word, the way you say things, is a big thing too. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's all I got to say on the situation or the topic. Well, do you have any recommendations? Um, I guess the twins from Grownish. Oh, yeah, watch out. It's like a long-ass album. It's like 18 songs. Yeah, Chloe and and Hallie. Haley. Haley. Hallie. Hallie Haley. Hallie Haley. I don't know. But... (laughs) They made the uh, theme song for um, Grownish. They made they a made... song for Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, they did. And um, they just released the album today. And I thought it was pretty cool. Like, it's it's different, I could say. They've been out for a minute, though. I didn't know. Like I just found, all, found out all about this today. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, they, they've been out for, like, a few years. Wow. Um, and Beyonce, they would, like, do Beyonce covers and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice that they got... Like they come up, mm-hmm. and they're young, so yeah, they'll be here for a while. But I would say, you know, go out, listen to the album, buy it if you like it. Um, also, Trevor Jackson also has an album out, huh? The guy that plays Aaron, yeah, he has an album out. Really? Mm-hmm. He's a singer. I think that's he got started on Disney first. Oh wow! I know I've seen his face before, but I wasn't sure from where. He was also on American Crime. It was I like didn't a short, watch it. Yeah, it was good. This season, hmm. um, but um, one person that I do look out for is Willow Smith because had has she made anything? Yeah, she um since whipped my hair. I guess like maybe her second album, not second third album, and like her music changes, like from whip my hair to like now is completely different. <laughs> when I say completely different, it's completely different. Like, was she doing like metal? Like, Dah. no, no. Like, it's like really like. How would I say it? It kind of reminds me of like those indie singers, mm-hmm. like the white indie singers. Like, <laughs> like it's, but it's dope though. Okay. Like, I really do like the album, and um, I think it's called the first. So mm. definitely go out and get that album as well. I'm going to recommend, this is a web series on YouTube, so it's free, called Giants on Issa Rae's channel, and it has two Emmy-nominated, daytime Emmy-nominated actors 
They just got nominated. Mm. It's if you like Insecure and you're a Black millennial, you should be watching this show. There's two seasons. Mm-hmm. You can binge watch season one. They're like on episode. They just aired episode five of season two, and literally, I was like, wow. "So what is it about?" So it's basically like so you know how this is how I was thinking about it. You know, how Insecure is like these Black millennials that are kind of more successful. These are like Black millennials that are stuck in a rut or like on the come up. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them is like, I don't even know what he's trying to do, <laughs> but he he needs to get his life together. Uh-huh. And so he basically he was turning tricks when the series starts. Turning tricks. Turning tricks. Oh my god! <laughs> Out here getting old woman. Oh my god! Who couldn't get their husband? <laughs> whose husband couldn't satisfy them? Like out here, oh and then god. he became the pimp. Um, in second season. And then there's, but there's also, I don't know if people are saying the clip of one of the characters, she has like depression. Mm-hmm. So she was dealing with that through season one. She's still dealing with through it. And like, so she's the other character. And then one character is like coming out mm-hmm. as gay. Um, he's dealing with that. So it's like this really great show. Like literally like the last episode, 205. Mm-hmm blew my mind just like <laughs> what just you know what i started watching like the other day what? like i haven't really i like the show but i never really sat there and watch it um atlanta me neither i haven't finished it's good i know it's good i have like the whole first season i own it you own it and you <laughs> haven't watched it like i was watching it but i think like i fell off because i got tired <laughs> <laughs> like and it was late at night and i'm like uh, mm-hmm. like i watched like four episodes in a row and it was really good. Like it, it's funny, but then like, fucked up shit happens at the same time. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, like this is fucked up. But I mean, that's another show. Like I'm trying to watch too. Um, so yeah, watch Giants in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything else. To yeah, recommend. I think I'm good too. I think I got everything down. Um. Uh, well, this was a. Uh, episode yeah <laughs> thank you all for tuning in again you can follow us at drinking with blurs on facebook drinking w blurs on twitter or drinking with blurs.com is our blog to stay up to date mm-hmm. and i will be updating all the recommendations from past episodes <laughs> like i have not been doing that like it's hard out here okay? it's hard because like you're lazy and then like yeah i go back and listen so i don't like, write i'll this. be at work in school and i just be like <laughs> I when i get home So yeah, thank you all for listening. We look forward to having you back with us next time. Thanks. Bye.